Hello, this is Daniel Vayon. I've been podcasting for almost two years, and I just about a month ago found out how to submit, um, manually submit my feed to Apple Podcasts. Well, anybody's getting into podcasting and wants Apple Podcasts, their show on Apple Podcasts, come here and use Anchor Podcasts. Hello, this is Daniel Vayon with Daniel Vayon's views of wrestling, sports, TV shows, and movies. And thank you, Anchor, letting me record all these episodes for free. And please listen, please everybody listen to my latest episode of Raw vs. Nitro in 1996. Thank you, goodbye. Hello. Welcome to Daniel Vayon's views of wrestling, TV shows, sports, and movies. Hmm. Um, I'm only trying to think of something. Oh yeah, I remember now. Sorry to everybody. I mean, I'm sorry to the first person who heard. Super Brawl 6, and then the night after it on Nitro, and then the week after it on Roberts and Nitro. Sorry to delete it, but I realized that I made, that I forgot to talk about In Your House, which was the night before the next Roberts and Nitro. So I have to talk about how to redo that episode. Okay. Uh, Super Brawl 6. The Nasty Boys started the pay-per-view off by going against Public Enemy in a street fight which had False Count Anywhere in it. The Nasty Boys beat Public Enemy whenever Rocco Rock set up uh, Jerry Sags on a table. He got on a he jumped, he, I really don't know how to describe this, but it was in the audience, and he jumped, right, he jumped off of a part of where, right, that was right by where these two people were sitting, jumped off the top of that to do his famous somersault that he would always use on their opponents to finish a match, and, uh, yeah, Brian Knobs moved out of the way, and he went straight through. Rocco Rock fell straight through the table, and because he jumped so high and so far, instead of just staying there on top of the table, he actually went through and passed it. So you could see he was in a lot of pain. Brian Knobs picked up the broken piece of table straight against him to pin him, and that's how they won the match. The next match was really interesting. The first time ever in wrestling that I know of, they had three. They had three things up for grabs: a manager, a title, and money. Johnny B. Bad put up the TV title and the Diamond Doll, Kimberly. Um, 
against the remaining against the remainder of Diamond Dallas Page's uh, winning money, I guess, in a lottery. Six million six hundred thousand dollars. Johnny B. Bad beat Diamond Dallas Page with uh, um version of the Tombstone Pile Driver. Throughout the match, they were talking about it, and the reason they, according to Bobby Heenan, Page told him that the reason he went from ten million dollars to six point six million dollars is because he had spent it on a bunch of charities. Whereas that's possible in reality, it's not possible for the character because he was a jerk. So that's what made it so funny. Next match was World Tag, one of two tag team title matches. Sting and Lex Luger defending against Harlem Heat. Road Warrior Animal came out in the middle of Stevie Ray. It looked like he was giving Lex Luger a back body drop. And he got hit in a stu in the stomach with a pipe by um animal. So Luger fell backward as he as he fell down. Luger fell backward and covered him and they kept the titles. Sting still had no idea that they kept the titles because of the road wars. So he was so excited he wouldn't even listen to Gene about it. The next match, this makes the third title defense in uh, 10, maybe 15. No, there was 15 minutes for 14 minutes and 59 seconds for John B. Bannon and Diamond Dallas Page. So this makes 14 and 11 minutes. And 49 seconds. And 14 minutes and 59 seconds. But 15 minutes. 16 minutes. 26 minutes and 49 seconds combined. So in close to 30 minutes. We had three title matches in a row. Conan defeated one man gang to keep the US title. Kevin Sullivan. Sullivan defeated Brian Pillman. And I and I respect you in an I respect you strap match, in a minute thirty six seconds and Pillman took the, took the microphone and uttered the words I respect you, Booker man. And a lot of people said mentioned that that was um form of breaking K Fabe because. Not a lot of people knew in those days that he was the booker for WCW, um, Kevin Sullivan. So, really interesting when you look at it in that way. Then, to give the fans more of their money's worth, Arn Anderson fought the Taskmaster in the and the strap and the I Respect You strap match for three minutes and forty five seconds. So Ric Flair came out down and he pointed out to them that they all want the same thing and that's the red wrestling and WCW of Hulkamania. They shook hands and they left the ring. 
the set and next was the second tag team title match. Thing and Luger fought the Road Warriors to a double countout. Ric Flair with one man defeated Randy Savage in a still cage match for the World Heavyweight title. Now this was interesting. Two still cage matches back to back and the second cage match we had to win by escaping it but the first cage match had a referee in it. Very interesting. Miss Elizabeth out of nowhere I remember being very shocked at this. She hands uh, she hands Ric Flair her shoe to use um, against Randy Savage. By the way, this was the week after Ric Flair used her shoe after it was handed to him by Arn Anderson. After he uses Miss Elizabeth's shoe, the spike part of her her heel, her high heel, and he hurts Hogan's eye with it. He's gonna use the front end, the back end of the shoe that cannot hurt an eye. And he hits Randy Savage with it, become at the time an unprecedented 13 time heavyweight champion. And that's how Miss Elizabeth became Ric Flair's manager, and that's lasted that way for about a year, I think, after that. the In the main event, Hulk Hogan defeated the Giant by escaping the cage. Okay. This was February 11th. You gotta look at February 12th, uh, Monday Night Raw. First of all, let's see how they did in the ratings. Actually, I just remembered there was no ratings uh, for this week. I mean, for this for this episode. I mean, it was ratings for Nitro, but there was no Raw versus Nitro ratings. Nitro had scored a 3.7. So let's look. February 12th, okay. Okay, February 12th. Randy Savage defeats at Hugh Morris. Lockness with Jimmy Horton is uh corner defeated Scotty Riggs. Conan defeated Devin Storm to keep the US heavyweight title. And Arn Anderson defeated Hulk Hogan. February ninth. First of all in your house.
Okay, let's see. I was watching some of this earlier today. And yeah, I, I, I did call to I did call today to say today because this is like at three o'clock in the morning. I I decided to try to watch this a little bit of it. It was so boring that I had to watch another video for my podcast. In your house, six. Oh, I know the first two matches, Razor Ramon defeated one, two, three kid in an uh, in a crybaby match. The Duke the Dumpster Drozzy lost to Hunter Hearst Helmsley. But in the free for all show before the pay per view went on went on the air, Jake the Snake Roberts defeated Tatanka. And also the other matches um for in for free for all were Ahmed Johnson against Isaac Yankum and beating Isaac Yankum DDS. Godman's defeating the Body Donnas. And The Undertaker defeating Goldust by Countout, which was for the Intercontinental title. Now, let's see. As far as the pay-per-view goes, Yokozuna defeated the British Bulldog by disqualification. Shawn Michaels defeated Owen Hart to keep his number one contender, uh, his number one contendership, which also meant he had a Heavyweight title match coming up at WrestleMania 12. Also, Bret Hart defeated Diesel by escaping the cage while and also keeping the heavyweight title. Well, he started he started climbing the cage when Undertaker came from underneath the ring and he pulled Diesel down, down, underneath the ring. So this was a great way to build to their feud, add on to their feud. So, next night on Nitro and Raw. First off, February 18th. Okay, first of all, it's February 19th. The Raw Monday Night Raw had one, uh, three point one to two point nine against Raw. Against Nitro, excuse me. They go all the way down to nineteen ninety six on Raw. Go to February nineteenth. On Raw that night. 
Razor Ramon defeated Goldust by countout in a rematch for the Intercontinental title. Arn Anderson defeated Hulk Hogan by disqualification on Nitro. They had, um, week before, okay, the last time they had an episode of Raw before this, they named Roddy, Rowdy, Roddy Piper as the interim president of the WWF. And because of that, Razor Ramon said that, said to Piper, I heard you said you had six kids. Well, I got kids of my own, and I don't want them to see this. Talking about, of course, the Goldust character, and I found that to be very gutsy for him to say, because in those days, it was getting to be very popular to see characters like that on TV, so I found that to be very gutsy for him to do, considering... How many people could have really booed him just for saying that? Also, the next match on Nitro was Loch Ness with Jimmy Hart in his corner beating Alex Wright. And Skip and Zip. Um, they're a match with Barry Horowitz and Algo Montoya. Montoya ended in a no contest. Belfast Bruiser defeated Brad Armstrong on Nitro and on Raw. The Ringmaster defeated Marty Jannetty. And Ric Flair defeated Randy Savage to keep the World Heavyweight Championship on Raw. I mean on Nitro. And on Raw, The Undertaker defeated Tatanka. And the other segments that night were Avenier promoting the return of the Ultimate Warrior. And also featured Avenier for Mankind. And they included a Larry Fling live segment with special guest Billionaire Ted. Billionaire Ted, excuse me. Okay, we look a little bit more at this. Next episode was the 26th, both Nitro and Raw. And Nitro won with a 3.2 against Raw's 3.1. So, the first match... Sting had defeated Big Bubba Rogers. And on Raw, Jake Roberts defeated Isaac Yankum. They showed a vignette on Raw where several young fans asked the interim president, Roddy Piper, to bring the Ultimate Warrior back to the WWF. 
They featured an announcement of Bret Hart and Bret Hart facing on her Soundsley that night, and Shawn Michaels facing the One Two Three Kid the next week. They included another a new Mankind vignette, which he talked about his mama and his rat named George. They featured footage of the Smith and Owen versus Akushi and Horowitz match from the February 24th edition of Superstars. The announcement that the New Rockers would face the Godwins um, following week in the Tag Team Title Tournament. Included, Vince McMahon conducted an interview, entering interview, with Brent and Sean. We were talking about their WrestleMania match. And during that segment, um, they part had put over recent title match, title defenses against bigger men than him. That he didn't have to beat Michaels, but Michaels would have to beat him to win the title. And after that was when I remember this from Shawn Michaels first DVD, that's when they announced that they would have a one hour first ever Iron Man match for an hour. Piper said that there would be no cheap finish for the match because it was the winner with the most falls. He Piper said the match would last a full hour, and he said, "Might as well shake hands now, cause by the end of this, y'all are gonna wanna, y'all are gonna wanna fight each other." So, as Sting defeated Bubba Rogers, Nitro Jake Roberts defeated Isaac Yankum. When Sluger defeated the Renegade. Ahmed Johnson defeated Shinobi. Road Warriors defeated Harlem Heat um, to become number one contenders to the to the not to the world for the world tag team titles. And Yokozuna defeated Owen and Davy Boy Smith by disqualification in a handicap match. Then. Main event at Nitro, Hogan Savage and the new character of the Booty Man defeated Arn Anderson, Kevin Sullivan, and Ric Flair. March 10th. Oh, wow. Two nights before... Oh, wow. Two nights before this was when Mark Merrow had his last match in WCW as uh, Johnny B. Bad, and he lost the TV title to, uh, to Lex Luger after Page hit him, DDP hit him with the diamond cutter on the outside 
on the outside. They were going to build to another match, but Mark just, but for some reason after this happened, I think that's when they made it clear what the, what the purpose of the story was, storyline was, so he just decided to leave and go to the WWF. So, March 11th, according to this website, Hold on, hold on. February 26th was the last thing I read about. Okay, Nitro surprised at this. They didn't have another episode till March 10th. Raw had an episode on March 4th, but not uh, Nitro. So, on the next episode of Raw, Shawn Michaels defeated the 1-2-3 kid. Justin Bradshaw defeated Hakushi, and Bret Hart defeated Hunter Selmsley. They didn't have any other um, segments written here, so I don't know what else happened. So, the next Raw vs. Nitro was when, was right after, uh, Mark Miro as Johnny B. Bad lost the TV title to, uh, to Lex Luger. So, March, March 11th, 1996, Nitro won uh, a 3.2 3 rating to beat Raw, who had a 2.9 rating. And uh, on Raw that night, Savio Vega defeat he and Steve Austin, who's still in being managed by Ted DiBiase, they wrestled to a double countout. The Giant defeated Jim Duggan on Nitro. Henry and Phineas Godwin defeated Jerry Miad and Alex Porto. The Road Warriors defeated the Steiner Brothers in the next match for Nitro. Non Raw. Hunter Hurst Helmsley defeated Vin Greer. And the Ro and Lex Luger defeated Alex Wright to keep the T V title. And in the main event of Raw. The Undertaker and Yokozuna defeated Owen Hart and Davey Boy Smith by disqualification. 
and other segments entering footage from for the live telecast was Mark Henry making his TV debut by hitting a gorilla press slam on Jerry Lawler as Lawler interviewed him in the ring. And in the main event of Nitro, um, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, and the Booty Man defeated Orrin Anderson, Kevin Sullivan, and Ric Flair. A six-man tag team lumberjack strap match. Okay. Alright, thank you. That's all I want to talk about right now. And goodbye.